0: Back to From the Press Box, the Holland Sentinel Sports Staff's podcast weekly, where we talk anything and everything sports. I'm um, sports editor Dandy Adana. With me is assistant sports editor Bo Troutman and our new big bad sports intern, Kellen Voss uh, from Grand Valley. Kellen, uh, thanks for joining us. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Kellen is also uh, locally grown, uh, Zealand East graduate um so he knows quite a bit about the area too and uh um also played so he has played against a lot of these programs that we talk about all the time so it's good to have a little bit of the inside scoop bo and i definitely did not play against anybody no. around here so pretty good um, at madden though so. right <laughs> so um yeah we will be uh going into that insight probably a little bit later um in the in the season here um But uh, we want to quickly recap what happened week two in high school football. Then we'll talk about uh, what's coming up this week and talk about how Bo can get even further behind in his picks. Let's go. Um, And then we'll break down some college football stuff and a few other sports. Um, So, looking back to week two, I mean, it was a big week um, around the area. We had lots of uh, interesting things happen. Um, Zealand West uh, won pretty. What ended up being pretty handily over Grand Rapids Christian. I was covering that game. Uh, it did not look handily for a lot of, for a lot of it, um, but it ended up being a twenty point win. Um, their offense is fantastic. Uh, they just four hundred rushing yards just plowed over everybody, and it ended up being the difference. Uh, but their defense made the big plays when they had to, uh, and they're going to be really formidable. I mean, I think this is their this is going to be a they're the team to beat in the in the uh, OK Green and they have proved it with two signature wins over two uh, perennial state powers uh, to start the season. Um, so a huge, huge game for them. Um, all, their offensive line uh, was was outstanding, and uh, if any game their outstanding uh, line performs, uh, you know that uh, Chase Petty and uh, the rest of their, their backs are going to get into that end zone, which they did quite a bit. So... Um, Hamilton also won. They're two and zero. Looking at how last season played out for them and who they had coming back this season, I would have never guessed that they were two going to be two and zero coming into the year. Uh, I'm really eager to see them uh, firsthand pretty soon here and see uh, see what what's going on down there. But they they've been very impressive um, They're... They're looking like a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that they play in the hardest conference, in West Michigan, yeah. but that's still. I mean, they're doing the the work, you know, in the in the non-conference season to put themselves in that position, and they're making it exciting. Football in Hamilton has always been a huge thing and very exciting, and that excitement is back. It was not quite there last year. That excitement is back this year, and that's that's really good for the area. Uh, Bo, you were at Fenville's uh, home opener, and Did they someone? they won uh, in spectacular yeah. fashion. Why don't you tell us, uh, break down how that went down. Well, it was looking pretty bleak there for a little
1: while. Uh, I was standing right on the sideline, and they got an interception. And uh, last drive of the game, basically, uh, they drove down, and uh, backup quarterback uh, Ben Peterson threw a touchdown pass to starting quarterback Dylan Shutt. Uh, they were kind of like... Both of them were getting getting time at quarterback because each one had like a different injury. So like you know, Dylan went out and then Ben came in. Then he got hurt and they're like, all right, Dylan get back in there. And then Ben comes back out. Hey, Dylan's hurt again. You know, both had leg issues, but uh, they both made some huge plays there in the last like minute of the game and uh, they scored that touchdown with 25 seconds and then closed it out uh, to get the win over Buchanan. So that was pretty impressive. Uh, I will say it was a little bit messy. It was a little, but you know, both teams was just one of those games, kind of a dogfight. But, uh, you know, Fenville really showed some fight there in that last minute. And they really showed that, uh, you know, they can really step up in, like, big moments. That's really what I saw from them this week.
0: And that could be huge because we know in their league, in the sack, there's a lot of really good teams and there's a lot of really bad teams. And there's – Fenville's in the middle don't always have teams in the middle in the sacks so th- games like that could be the difference between them making the playoffs and not making the playoffs um and so it's good to see that 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 start off especially at home in front of the home crowd uh, to get that going holland had a similar uh situation they uh hung on to win 1918 um i can't remember the last time i saw a 1918 score in a football game me neither uh, no yeah it's just so odd. Um, usually, when you have an odd score, one of the numbers is odd. Um, but nineteen eighteen, I don't, yeah. I don't really know. That's that sounds like a that sounds like one of those baseball games in the nineties. You know, <laughs> uh, when the the ball and other things were juiced, uh, and you would get a nineteen eighteen score. Um, but Nelson Figueroa had a big uh, pick six to kind of secure that win for Holland. And after the way the first the first game started and with them playing zealand west this week they really really needed that win um so that was good to see um holland christian struggled against forest hills eastern they lost that game it looked like on paper they were the favorites they lost 24 to 7 uh their offense just didn't get it going uh and, and they will need to this week they're playing unity christian so yeah uh, that's this is going to be uh this is like the put up or shut up kind of time for them yeah um and then uh West Ottawa struggles continue. I mean, they have played two really good teams to start the year, um, but it's not going to get any easier when they get into the OK Red. Um, so they got some things to work out too. Um, they lost to Forest Hill Central, and then Kellen, you were at Sagatuck's game. They lost to Water Vliet. Um, both both teams have been had great years in the sack. You know, in recent memory, uh, they've usually had some pretty good games. It was a close game. Soccer Talk came up a little bit short. What did you see from that?
2: Uh, it, it was a really close game. The very start of it was a little boring. It was a very scoreless first quarter. The first score didn't come until ni- until uh, uh, three or four minutes into the second when Vliet scored. Uh, Benny Diaz reminds me of Benny the Jet Rodriguez for a standout nice. reference. He just He's just the do-it-everything guy for the Saga Tuck team. He scored that first touchdown. He's their best defender. He's their best defensive back in terms of picking off passes for Vliet. I th- believe he had both interceptions against Vliet. But, yeah. So, I was driving down the field, four or five minutes left in the game, and then uh, their quarterback, Kieran Borama, threw this uh, really long pass to Diaz uh, for that ended at the three-yard line, and then two plays later, Borama fumbled the ball, Waterly, at defender picked it up, ran 97 yards for the touchdown, got the two-point conversion, they ended up losing 22-14. to
0: that's a bummer. It now, is a bummer. Yeah. Now I wonder: Does Benny have PF Flyers? Uh, does he wear PF Flyers? <laughs> is that what's? <laughs> I I, be, I right. didn't get
2: a chance to see his shoes, but would I would awesome. hope he does. I would hope he does. Yeah, let's it's get on those, brand. Let's yeah. Get,
0: like, like, we got to get those PF Flyers going. Um, so, uh, so also, I mean, mistakes really were the key, but it, oh, it was a winnable game.
2: It was a very winnable yeah. game. It's just, um, uh, Coach Dunn wanted to remarked to me post game saying that the real battle is going to be turnovers with this team. Obviously, the fact they only had 14 dress is a concern, and the fact that three of those guys went down, they were down to 11 guys. Obviously, effort is going to be a concern with that team in terms of uh, stamina that they have. But uh, yeah, they turned the ball over three or four times, and that's ultimately what lost them the game. So I think that uh, if they manage to keep that turnover uh, under if they keep the turnovers under control in the future, they they could be a good
0: team in the sack and potentially a playoff team. All right, sounds good. And let's get to our week three games and picks. We'll keep them quick. We want to be quick and punchy on this, um, Bo. So let's see what you. We'll see what you got here. Uh, I think it's going to be another mostly easy uh, yep. on paper picks. Um, the way West Ottawa's played, they're playing Rockford. Uh, I, I don't see they they got to pull out a miracle game i don't see them at ready for that for, formidable of an opponent um yeah. so uh i'm i'm picking rockford in this one i'm going to go right along with you yeah, that's that's as easy as that pick is going to be. Zeeland West Holland. I mean, Holland had it came off the big win, but Zeeland West is, you know, the best team in the area. Uh, I think that uh I think they get that done on the road pretty easily too. Yeah.
1: Same here. Yeah. yeah. got to agree with him.
0: Yeah, we're going this is this how it's going to go. This is how it's yeah, going go. it, to go this nature week. Nature of the beast. Yeah. All right, this is this I thought was going to be a really interesting game. Um Unity Christian at Holland Christian. It's their homecoming, their rivals. Uh, Holland Christian just hasn't performed and Unity Christian's defending state champion. I, I just if they were playing really, really well heading into this one, I think they have a chance, but right now I'm just not seeing it.
1: No, and yeah, Unity Christian, uh, you know, they're coming off two wins and uh actually interesting stat Holland Christian hasn't beaten Unity Christian since twenty twelve, which is kind of crazy. But uh it's an all time series also is tied eight eight, so the winner of this will take the lead. Uh but yeah I gotta go with Unity Christian. There's just to come out really strong, you know, two really good teams, and you know, but with the way Highland Christian struggled, uh, I got to give the edge uh,
0: to Unity Christian. All right, then we got Catholic Central at Zealand East. Uh, who you got in that one, Bo?
1: Uh, you know, I think this one's uh kind of a tough one. Um, you know, Zeeland East, you know, it doesn't play last week because they have the forfeit with Detroit Douglas Academy, but uh, you know, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, I think. Uh, you know, it's a solid team. They've won 10-plus uh, games in each of the last three seasons. Uh, it's only the second meeting between both teams. But, you know, I picked against Zealand before, and I'm not going to do it again. So uh, <laughs> give
0: me the chicks. Yeah, that was Chris's problem last year. He kept picking against the chicks and went to the state semis. <laughs>
2: oh, come on, Chris. you got to know better than
0: that. That's right. We're still giving Chris a hard time for that. All right, Bo Hamilton at Byron Center. It's been a tough place to play in the OK Green over the years. I've seen great teams go in there. And come out of there with their tails between their legs. Uh, but Hamilton's on a roll. Who do you like? Uh, I like Hamilton. You know, obviously that defense is playing really
1: well. They're looking really tight uh, all around. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's just really hard to pick against the Hawkeyes right now.
0: For sure. I'm not picking against them unless they give me reason to. All right. And then you saw Fenville get a big uh, home opener win last week. They host Delton Kellogg. Uh, what do you think about this matchup?
1: Uh, I just think that Fenville is going to play uh, a better team than Delton Kellogg. It is at Fenville um but delton is uh 2-0 in the year and they they're winning in dominating fashion and you know fenville for all the glory they had in the last minute uh it doesn't excuse the fact that they had a pretty turnover laden, pretty penalty laden game and i think the
0: delton uh takes one in, uh, in fenville this week yeah i gotta agree with you delton kellogg has beaten fenville the last few times they played and uh they're a playoff team and i think that uh uh fenville's not quite there not quite there yet um all right, in our last matchup, Sagatuck at Brandywine. Who you got?
1: Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Indians in a rebound. Uh, I think that uh, it's a pretty tough way to lose uh, last week, and I think that uh, Coach Dunn will have him ready to go.
0: All right, not so fast, my friend. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take Brandywine in this one. Um, it's a long road trip for Sagatuck. They are, you know, fighting to have enough kids uh, to play. They got really good players but i think that the road trip and the fatigue is going to end up being a factor and i like uh brandywine in this one so prove me wrong indians uh all right kellen you were you cover uh grand valley football for the the lanthorn school paper I there do, grand valley i
2: do the grand valley Lanthorn our are a school newspaper on campus and grand valley got off to a great start this saturday they ended up winning 35 to 10 uh the big key to that is the defense um Junior linebacker Tyler Bradfield, former Rockford grad, by the way, is the leader of that defense, led the defense with six tackles. They held Edinburgh to 13 total rushing yards, 13 total. Anytime you can do that, you're bound to win the game. And then the big story on offense, Koka Topka uh, filled, filled in the shoes for Bart pretty well, uh, threw for over 250 yards, two touchdowns, had two picks. Both were really not his fault. But um, the big story on offense is uh, Arian Kane-Vesey, the uh, sophomore running back. Coming into the season, Shontez, Shontez Moss was the senior running, was going to be a senior running back, former uh, Pittsburgh guy, uh, was projected to be the best player on this offense, has been hurt all of training camp, and the position has kind of been between that of Kane Vesey and then Bryce Young-Wallace, but Kane VC did an excellent job on Saturday night and proved that he should be that starter. He had 11 carries for 200 yards and uh, three touchdowns, and he's Grand Valley is going to be a great football team this year. I think they have a chance to go undefeated.
0: Sounds good, and that you will be able to read later this week uh, about the whole running back situation at Grand Valley too. So make sure you read the in-depth scoop uh, this week for that. Um, Bo, uh, you cover Hope football. They uh, they lost on the road at Milliken uh, in their season opener. Just uh, what was uh, what what did you what did you get from uh, you know from that game?
1: Well, you know, I think that you know it's a twenty-seven, twenty-one loss on the road to Milliken. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, Hope is a good team. Uh, coach Peter Stursma is a good coach. Uh, you know, they were kind of reiterating uh, at practice today that you know they were there, but uh, Milliken just made a few more plays. And I think that you know I think they're right. I mean, Milliken did outgain them four ninety-nine to three seventy-seven in total offensive yardage, uh, and threw for three hundred and ninety yards, but. Uh, you know, hope is you know they're really confident in the fact that you know it's just a few plays that didn't go their way. Uh, just a tough opponent in week one, and I think they're going to rebound. Uh, and part of that is because they played defiance, who <laughs> really had a tough week last week. Uh, they lost fifty six to six to Albion, and wow. uh, were pretty much dominated. Uh, they got they were three of seventeen on third downs. Uh, they were outgained four forty four to one fifty three. Only had 22 yards rushing, five turnovers, five sacks. Uh, You know, I think that
0: it's home opener for hope, and uh, it's going to be a big one for him. So, all right. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Michigan and Michigan State. Kellan, you want to chime in on any uh, what you took from that? It's no? going
2: to be a tough year for Michigan football, man. We all thought – we uh, there's there seems to be this belief amongst Michigan football fans similar to the Lions' blind optimism where it's like, this year's going to be the year. This <laughs> year's going to be the year that we break into the playoff. And everyone just kind of assumed that Shea Patterson was going to be a Heisman candidate. But in order for this team to, to – have postseason success and potentially make it to that playoff. He needs to be better. And obviously, some of the turnovers in that game were not his fault. Obviously, it's kind of hard to to see a guy from behind your back rip the ball up from behind you and everything. But he just needs to be better. The offense needs to be better. You shouldn't be going into overtime against Army. But and I'm I'm just super nervous about this team as a Michigan fan.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting because uh, the flip side of this is while. Teams like Alabama are playing middle Alabama Tech, you know, or whatever other teams I can make up that are, you know, uh, traditional cupcake teams. I mean, Michigan played a middle Tennessee state team that was in the Conference USA championship game last year and an Army team that had a really great year last year, um, finally beat Navy, um, and they're good teams. So, what I take from it is, at least they're playing legitimate <laughs> opponents. Um, this is not them beating up, uh, you know, on Eastern Michigan or some, you know, not to pick on Eastern Michigan, but you know, it, there's been years where they've barely gotten by. What was the year they they barely got by Toledo, yeah, um, you know, and stuff like that. But like, I'm trying to remember that that mm-hmm. they're, they're that they're playing legitimate good teams, but they're not. Playing well, the, 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 the flow is not there. Yeah,
2: the standard for Michigan football is just much higher than the standard for a lot of college football programs, just because of the tradition that Michigan football comes with it. So, yeah, the expectations for Michigan football are huge, and sadly, this Michigan team has not lived up to those expectations quite yet.
0: No, and luckily they're two and zero though. They are two and 2-0. That, that a is, win That is a win, right? But they they easily could have lost. To Army, yeah. the way they played and yeah. the way Army was playing and the way it finished. Um, and I just want to say, as an Ohio State fan, that was beautiful to watch. Right. I had a great Saturday. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Saturday. Yeah, let's give. Let's. I mean, it's not enough that Bo's tanking it in the picks here. Let's give other people a reason to hate him. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I think maybe in the long run, having the tougher opponents right off the bat might. Pay off, but they got to play better for that to happen. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll just have to see if that if that happens. Yeah, they're they're off this week, I believe. But then traveling
2: to Wisconsin to play Wisconsin—that's mm-hmm. a game I'm super nervous. about.
0: Especially the way they just put the thumping down on exactly. uh, Central Michigan yeah, yeah. there.
1: Yeah, and I think that you know Wisconsin with Jonathan Taylor at running back, and then Michigan they got you know insert here at running back. They, I mean it's Charbonnet or it's True Wilson or. You know, they don't really have an identity there where Wisconsin does. Uh, Charbonnet
2: has been impressive as a true freshman, but yeah. he's nothing like what John oh, yeah. Taylor is for Wisconsin. Yeah, I'd be yeah.
0: worried if I was a Michigan fan, which I'm not, luckily. So. All right, and then you got Michigan State in their bright, blow-your-eyeballs-out uniforms. Yes. Yeah. What do you guys think of those? Um, It was pretty awful, yeah, I thought. Yeah. I,
2: think it, I think it's improvable if the state logo on the front is smaller. Yeah. Just the fact that it stretches all across the shoulder pads and it's hard to read makes it awkward. It lo- it's smaller, yeah. there's a way to fix it with the color scheme. It, it
1: looked yeah. Like, yeah. like, it was like uh, somebody like the font, they just like accidentally hit like like 48. It looks like Nickelodeon yeah. font. Yeah. It looks like right, font. yeah, uh, font for color. sure. They yeah. actually for hit sure. like 148 they're like, ah, screw it, just leave the font like that.
0: Right, yeah. but uh, but boy they took care of business against western there there uh you know you knew they were favored you knew they were going to be good but the fact that they threw 50 some points up to me is a statement for them their offense has struggled so bad even when their defense has been great uh their offense is what has held them back from winning the winning the big 10 really i mean they've they've had games where they're in it because of their defense and they aren't able to perform. If they're if this jump starts their offense, this is I mean this is bad news for the rest of the Big 10.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I think they just they just need to see a better things out of Brian Lewerke, I think he's the guy that held them back last year offensively. If he can step it up another level, they can they can win the Big 10 East.
0: All right. And uh, we've got a few other things, you know, to keep an eye on here. First of all, shout out to Hope Volleyball coach Becky Schmidt for getting her 400th win on Saturday. That is a huge deal. They have been uh, in the NCAA tournament uh, 10 of the last 11 years, including a Final Four appearance and another national, a separate national championship. So it's technically two Final Four appearances. Um, They've been, they've been a, They've been a well-oiled machine, and uh, she keeps that thing going. So that's congratulations to her. Um, we'll bring you more uh, coverage of a lot of sports uh, the last, the next, the next couple weeks here as we get into more stuff. We had a Unity Christian Holland Christian boys soccer zero-zero tie uh, this week, and those that, are always um, thrilling games. To I know, watch. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I mean, what I don't even know what to make of it. I mean, it was really good soccer, but you know just it's it's hard to watch a game where no one scores um but the, you know that's the rivalry uh, Holland christian's yet to give up a goal um and it's they're gonna they're gonna be interesting to watch uh this whole year uh that rivalry is something else in soccer for sure but uh you know we'll have more swim and volleyball coverage you know the next couple of weeks as we get into some more uh into some more rivalry games and everything like that. Zealand swimming is off to a really good start. Uh, they beat West Ottawa for, last week for the first time in over a decade, um, which the is yeah. They're yeah. they're they're building something there. They got uh, uh, they got a lot of um, you know they don't have that one ace stud, but they've got you know about six seven eight kids just below that 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 can really put together some big relays and everything um which is going to be good to watch um as they as they progress so uh we'll get you more coverage on that kind of stuff hopefully we'll have some more cubs pennant race stuff we definitely don't have any tigers pennant race stuff to talk about all right although they do have officially 100 losses now Woo-hoo. um so uh not i'm not surprising based on how they've played and the fact that 3 quarters of their team is pretty much should be in triple a yeah um We've seen this before. Uh, It was not pretty the first time. Uh, We'll see how that goes. But we'll definitely talk a little more Cubs baseball as we get in, uh, as we get closer and closer. Uh, They're still – I mean, if it ended today, they're in it. Um, But uh, they're – they're within striking distance of the division, and i I have a feeling a late run's coming. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um,
2: Hopefully, Nick keeps doing well for them. He's been doing well for them as of late. But yeah. as a Tiger, he was always a great Tiger to watch. Uh, whenever I go to Whitecaps games with my dad, I'd see him, and he was always heralded as like the best Tigers prospect to ever come up. He never really put it together with the Tigers, but it's great for it's great to see him finally put it together with the Cubs.
0: Yeah, he's batting three thirty eight over there. That's bad, uh, that'll get it done. That's that's <laughs> that'll good. definitely get that's it pretty done. Good. That will definitely get it done. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll bring you all kinds of uh, of talk. Make sure you read uh, read my column about why the uh, greatest tennis player of all time debate is back on. Now it is not just a slam dunk for Roger Federer after Nadal's win. Uh, it is it is pretty up in the air. And the next couple of years are going to be the next year especially is going to be pretty insane in tennis. Um, so. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks to Kellen uh, for joining us. And uh, for you no know, problem. And we will have him back again as well. And uh, for Bo, I'm Dan. Everyone have a good week.